The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. So, uh, for Holland Bench, uh, Chopper's going to see Halloween Kills tomorrow, which is the uh, never-ending saga of uh, Michael Myers. Isn't that his name, Mafia? The guy from yes, it Halloween is. movies. He just won't die. He's just They've made like 80 movies. He just continues to ravage communities and kill people. And it's the strangest thing, and that it's always at this time of year in, in Rocktober. Right around for Halloween, uh, Mike Myers seems to get very angry and start cutting people up and killing everyone in town. And somehow, some way, through it all, Jamie Lee Curtis is still pursuing Michael Myers to finish him off and kill him. And she's in yet another Halloween movie. And uh, how funny is it that I've seen these movies my entire life and now my own children are going to see Mike Myers' Halloween movies. Pretty sad how they can't come up with any original ideas anymore. Everything's either got to be something somebody already made in a book or an old movie or just keep doing the same things over and over. We got, you know, what, Fast and the Furious 25, Halloween 62. They just keep rehashing the same stuff. So anyway, Webb, the last out of the inning, uh, the guy hit the ball all the way to the wall. So I told you, he's done. You cannot just keep letting this guy pitch. Look at the Eagles trying to drive down the field with eight and a half minutes left. Sanders with a big gainer. So remember that they're laying seven, Tampa, and they're up 14. So if the Eagles can score, they're at the 25 of the Bucs. If they can score, it's a one-score game and a cover at the very least uh, that they'll you know push, right? I mean, bottom line, that'll be that. I'd rather push than lose. <laughs> so I want to see him score here. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. <laughs> I went to the link. I know what's up. They're fans. They're crazy. Now, how about uh, the young gun tonight, Mafia, showing up at the link. Here's Hertz around the end, down to the five. Uh, he showed up at the link, sitting on the 50-yard line, wearing a... Steeler jersey. That's you let him not do that? a good idea. I, I, I told wow. him it's a terrible idea. 
That's a, a yeah. I don't even do that. You know, when I go down to Philly, I've gone to Philly with a bunch of friends. You know, to see Philly's games once in a while. Cause I have you know friends who live down there. I've never worn you know Mets or Jets or any of my team colors down there. It's just not worth it. Like something's gonna happen if you do that. It's just automatic that you're stupid. And you know what? He's young and dumb, and he thinks nothing's gonna happen to me. I'm uh, I'm not afraid of anybody. You will be if 15 of them uh, beat you to death. Right, and it doesn't matter like, that they're not playing doing, a team. It, you know, they, it, when they were down probably 28-7, they're all drunk and pissed off. They're going to find someone to take that aim at, and he's the only one there. I'm sure there's not a lot of Tampa Bay fans up there. So they got to find someone who's not an Eagle fan to try to punch in the face. And, oh, look, there's some kid in a Steeler jersey. Very risky. Yeah, and they don't care if you're a kid either. Remember, what was it? The uh, Was it the Browns? Was it the Jets Jets and the Jet game, right? They beat up the eight-year-old or something. Is that the it was a Jet game in Cleveland, and they tackled the Jet fan. You know, one of the Browns fans. I was drunk. Tackled the kid. Who does that? Like, how much of a loser do you have to be to tackle an eight-year-old kid in a jersey? Like, are you, you you just got to be an idiot. We welcome all of our radio affiliates, Sirius, Mightier Ten Ninety, Sports Map, Sports Byline. It's for all an event on a. Uh, you know, big primetime Thursday nighter. We got Tampa up 28-14 right now, 641 left. The Eagles at the one-foot line of Tampa on first and goal here, trying to make it a seven-point game and get us a push. Then you never know. They might get the ball back and go in again. You never know. They're trying to score here. Sanders does not get in. Go figure. They're pathetic offense. I can't even take it watching this. Oh, my God. They went from the one-foot line back to the two. Looks like they lost yardage there. I mean, you just cannot trust this team at all. I I don't trust them. They're not good. They're not a good football team. They were at the one-foot line. Now they're at the two-yard line. That was a two-yard loss. That's how bad that play was. I've never understood when you have uh, like no guy like Fournette, a bulldozer, and all you have is these light brothers that can run the ball with speed that they're going to run through these lines and score. Hurts scores to make it uh, 28-20. And I'm just telling you, like Sanders to me isn't a uh, powerful, you know, guy that's going to run over people and step in the end zone. And he goes right up the middle and gets snuffed for a you know yard and a half loss. But then Hertz gets it done because, I mean, bottom line, he's the only one with any real moxie on this team to get anything done. He's the only player that does anything. We'll see if this game can get interesting. And the Dodgers are up one nothing on the Giants. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. 
the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. You don't have to listen to Sports Grid. You can always go downtown. Hey, baby, you want to go out? Scour the sidewalks, find a penny, and pick it up. Or you can get the winning edge right here. And you won't get Tommy. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. So I hope they took Avery out of the game permanently, the Eagles, because that was the dumbest thing I have seen in the NFL this year. Avery makes a great tackle on Fournette for no gain and then gets up and slams him in the chest and then talks Shaq to him and starts barking at him on the sideline and they give him a 15-yard taunting penalty at this point of the game when they're down six. They got a two-point conversion and this stupid-ass Avery with a taunting 15-yard penalty and not a game, you know, to me, is basically over. A first down for Brown. There you go. Now they're out at midfield. Nice job, Avery, you stupid-ass moron. How dumb do you have to be as a football player knowing that the NFL is looking for taunting on every play and then late in the game after you pull within six at your home field at the link, you do that stupid move. After a great tackle, the guy makes a great play and then ruins the game with his taunting penalty. I mean, that's the dumbest penalty, Mafia, I've seen all year. Well, you know, Scott, as uh, Nick keeps telling us, they have a dog mentality. And if you have a dog mentality, another dog comes into your yard, you got to bark, right? So that's what happened right there. You had dog mentality. That was the dumbest play I've seen in the NFL this year. Like, what are you doing, you stupid ass? The game's on the line. You make a great play, and then you get up and start taunting and pumping your chest and smacking into the player and and not letting him get back to the huddle. I mean, how effing stupid are you? In my opinion, he just cost them this football game. He just cost them the game. Yeah, absolutely. Every first down, runs it down. On first down, he stops him for no gain and then does that. And they get an automatic first down, automatic 15 yards. On the very next play, they throw for another 10 to Brown. And the game's like over. <laughs> now they're deep in Philadelphia's end. <laughs> I mean, they're not that deep, but they're clearly over midfield. I mean, they're going right down the field on him after Avery's stupid play. You got to be kidding me. Now you know they're going to score. Philadelphia takes time out. By the way, um, who'd you say hit that home run for uh, the Giants? Rough hit it. Lead off home run to tie things up. 
Wow. So they were down one nothing, and then the leadoff homer in the bottom of the six by Ruff. Now they got a runner at first, two outs, and it's 1-1. This game is crazy. The pressure of this game is just nuts. Brian is at first. And they tied the game up. I thought when they got down, they were in big trouble. Oh, now here's Brady. Another 30-yard bomb to Brown. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Brady's just unbelievable. That's game over right there. Now they'll cover the spread. They were they were up 28-14. You get within six. Now you're going to go down again. He's going to score again. You know it's coming. I don't know how Brown caught that. Brown's I hope it's coming. I need more yards. yards and the other touchdown. Let's go. They're not going to get the yards for me, though. So now they tackle for an effort loss. I'm surprised somebody doesn't get up and step on his face and call his mother a filthy name. I was about to just say a filthy name. I just wanted you to know, Mafia. I stopped myself like a Tiger Woods backswing. Well done. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Avery, the dumbest player in the NFL for the Eagles. He's the idiot moron of the week. I can't wait to talk bad about him tomorrow on Coast to Coast. Terrible, moronic, stupid-ass play that cost him the game. They would not have this drive right now if it wasn't for Avery. With that taunting penalty, you stupid idiot. I, you know what? I Just for once, can we get a head coach after the game to go up to the microphone and the president say, we had it all in the bag until Avery effed it up for everybody. <laughs> I can't even believe he's letting him play in the game. Guys out there right now, like you know, where I come from, you're done. You just cost us the game. Get out. Sit down. You're done playing. You're not playing here for a few weeks. So you just lost your job. Now break goes down to the nine-yard line. Oh, my God. I cannot believe how quickly they went down the field and scored. You got to be kidding me. I mean, it's almost an insult to Brady that they pulled within six, and then he just said, you know, watch this. I'm going to go 80 yards. I'm going to go right in the end zone. Come on, let's go. Touchdown to Godwin. We need this. Let's go. Oh, they're going in automatic. The Eagles couldn't stop them if they tried. Yeah, they're probably going to rush him with Fournette, though, for his third. They're going to leave me. Uh, Brady's at yeah. 297 yards and two TDs. I need 303. He's going to stick there because they're going to rush with Fournette into the end zone. It's third and one, but a field goal covers, too. Field goal covers, and it would push the total to 53. With that two-point conversion that the Eagles threw, that would make it 53 if they kick a field goal. But Brady just got a first down. And now you'll have the two-minute warning, and the Eagles cannot stop the clock. So will they actually try to score, or will they run out the clock? They're, they're going to run out the clock, of course. It's what they always do. That's what every, everybody wants them to score. We want this thing. It's not going to happen. They're going to run it out, and then they're going to put it in, in the foot of the kicker. And for all of us who have Tampa, we're going to have to sweat this out after we just watched 26 missed kits last weekend. There's no way. So you're telling me they're going to run out the clock and then they're still going to kick a field goal? To cover the spread? Yeah. No, you're right. They probably won't. That's probably even the worst case. You're right. The worst case scenario is going to happen. They're not going to. They're just going to let it run, run, run. 
Because the Eagles can't stop it. They can't stop it. And now it's first down. So first, second, third, the game's over. Jannard Avery, the dumbest player in the NFL. I hope they the Philadelphia Inquirer tomorrow. Stupid ass Avery. That should be the headline. You stupid ass hat. I mean, you are the dumbest player in the NFL. You stupid ass. Honestly, what a idiot, you moron. Bottom line is, uh, that penalty ended the game. That was the difference. That was the difference in the game. Eagles never got the ball back. They're never going to touch the ball again because of Avery. I don't care what anybody says. He cost him the game. You pull it in six with a chance to stop them, get the ball back, win the game, but they never sniff the ball because of that moron Avery. So here's first and goal. They're going to snap uh, the ball. I hate you all. I think one more snap, the game's over, right? I mean, what do they get? Yeah. Or maybe two snaps. Either way, that's all they're going to do is kneel the ball. And Brady's going to sit there at 297 and two touchdowns. They're going to stay at 50 and not hit the total. And they're not going to cover for us because they're going to stay at six if that stupid two-point conversion. Well, I mean, just for the sake of saying it, I had Tampa to win and I had Philly plus seven. Oh, shake it. With a double. Cover! And the 4-0 night in college football with the double. Double, 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 double. Little dabble, do you double. Cover! 14 and 2 the last uh, two weeks in Tuesday, Thursday, Friday <laughs> football bets in college. You know it's documented, Mafia. Oh, I know. I check it every day. That's legit. So uh, I've been on fire. Now all I need is one more snap and it's game over and, and the cover. It's for all on a bench. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
such a badass. He just absolutely is a monster in the block. I just want to feel my burger finger up. You're so money and you don't even know it. Are you serious, Mafia, that this kid, Webb, is still in this game? Now, I will not deny that he's pitched fantastic. I will not deny it. But he's thrown 105 pitches or whatever right now already. And he has gone through the meat of this order three times. And he is still out there. And I just don't understand to be honest with you, like, I get it, but are you really going to go to to the wall with this guy? You're going to go let this guy pitch into the eighth inning? Like, it's seventh inning, two outs, nobody on, so I don't deny through 105 pitches that, you know, they think he can obviously get out of this seventh inning. Are you going to let him keep going in the eighth inning? I'm probably not if I'm a manager. I mean, I'm amazed right now that they're still letting this go because, like you talked about before with Rob, you know, the way that baseball is trending so hard to the analytics and all these number getting their nerves, crunching everything. And, well, this is when you make this move. This is what you're doing here. I mean, none of them would say, okay, let the guy go over 100 pitches or let the guy go through the order the fourth time. Usually, you know, you get to that second, maybe the third time through, they're yanking you because, well, now they've seen you enough. Now they know what they're doing. And once you get to like 85 pitches, they're looking to pull you. But they're letting this guy go over 105, you know, whatever it is, through seven is just a miracle in today's baseball. In some ways, I love it, but it's still living very dangerously. He just struck out Bellinger to get out of the seven. So I guess, you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm going to eat it. I definitely don't bring every, it back for the eighth. I, that's the question. Like, uh, am I going to eat it on every single decision? They're going to let this guy go the distance? I, he's pitching great. I, I won't deny it. He's striking out guys. He's doing the job. There's no more arguing uh, with that fact. I just want to look at the uh, the box. I really do. I got to see how many. He's got seven strikeouts, and he's given up four hits and one run earned on the Seager double that drove in bets. He's walked one. He's thrown 106 pitches, 70 strikes. Uh, he's been brilliant. There's no doubt about it. As far as the Dodgers go, they started with Knebel, and he pitched an inning. Grotterall pitched an inning. Urias pitched four innings. Trinan uh, is in now. And I think it's I, – I could be certainly be off on this as well, but I think the next mistake wins the game. You know, somebody's going to give up something, and I mean – Captain obvious, but there's going to be one mistake made and someone's going to score and that'll be that. Do you think next score run, uh, you know, played it wins the game mafia? Is that it? Or do you think this is going to be wild? Like, you know, the Dodgers scored and then the giants tied it. And now someone's going to score and then the other team's going to tie it or walk off. Do you think it's going to have some crazy walk off by the giants or some crazy big hit, you know, to, to beat the Giants by the Dodgers. I feel like it's going to be next run scores. I think both these guys are playing it very tight to the vest. 
I don't think, you know, we're having it go with these, the way these pitches are going, they're just dominating. And, you know, the Giants offense has struggled this whole series. They're scratching out, you know, tight wins when they are, 4 nothing, one nothing. I think this is going to be a 2-1 at worst, a 3-1 game. I don't think either team is going to start breaking this open these later innings the way these guys have thrown the ball. I mean, that home run by Rupp was 452 feet to dead center. So that was an enormous home run. And uh, now the Giants are coming to bat in the um, bottom of the seventh. And then uh, Blake Trinan's coming in now. He's been tough for them for sure. He's basically pitched four innings in three playoff games. Flores is up now. A drive, but playable. Taylor, the easy catch. I thought he got more of it than he did. So that's it. Webb's done. They got him with a hoodie on. Kapler giving him love. He's done. They're going to go to the pen now. Seven strikeouts, 106 pitches. Gave up one earned run. That's a brilliant uh, performance by Webb. No doubt about it. Urias pitched great. He's chilling in the dugout. It's bullpen time now. Somebody's going to make a mistake. Who's going to get that big hit to send uh, the team to the National League Championship Series? It's as good as it gets. All right, so going to the other game, uh, just so we're clear, uh, I hit the Bucks to win, and I hit the Eagles plus seven. So everything I said today on Coast to Coast was dead right that the Eagles have been playing well, played well against Kansas City, got beat 42-30, played well, won in Carolina, and tonight did not play well, but still played well enough to cover backdoor. They should have, could have, should have, would have lost that game by another score. Tampa got down to the three-yard line and then sat on the ball and took three snaps and didn't kick a field goal or anything, and the game ended 28-22. So they win by six. And everyone that bet the Eagles is just cashing tickets right now because they went for the two. Sirianni went for two, and they got it, and that was the difference. They lose by six. So I'm stoked. I hit uh, both ends of the uh, money line and spread. I went 4-0 in college football. Just so we're clear, Memphis tonight in college football uh, won that game 35-17 over Navy, laying 10 and a hook. And then I had South Alabama laying three, went down to two and a half tonight. They blew out South Georgia, uh, Georgia Southern, 41-14. That's 4-0 tonight in college football bets. And then the last two weeks on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday games in college football, I'm 14-2 in bets. So 14-2. And And, uh, how do you like them apples? And this week already... I hit Tuesday's game, Louisiana outright to win 4-0 tonight. That's 5-0 already this week in games. There's a bunch of games tomorrow night. Go ahead, do whatever you want, or you just go to ForAllOnTheBench.com and win a bunch of money. I mean, it's simple. It's pretty simple what to do, or, or you can just do it your way. Your way's better, obviously. You know, crash and burn. They always love the crash and burn route, the fans. Go ahead. Do whatever you want to do while I'm over here just making fat stacks. Trinan gets the strikeout. Two outs now in the bottom of the seventh. So 
the Dodgers really are getting uh, matching uh, performances from their pitchers as to what Webb did for the Giants. They've used a lot of pitchers, but they're all getting the job done. And this game is 1-1 in the bottom of the seventh, uh, and it is getting real hairy up at Oracle. Now remember, tomorrow night, as I mentioned earlier on the show, there's four college football games. Marshall at North Texas, no thank you. Clemson at Syracuse, that one's on ESPN at 7. Clemson laying 13.5, Marshall laying 11, by the way. Oregon hosting Cal at Outson in Eugene. Oregon laying 13 and a half. And San Diego State unbeaten at 5 and 0 going to San Jose State Spartan Stadium. 3 and 3 San Jose State getting 9 and a half from the Aztecs. So we got four good games tomorrow night in college football. As I mentioned, Joe Lisi will be on. Go over to two tomorrow night on the bench talking about all of his college football plays. And then uh, we can go through all of the plays that Mafia and I are doing on Saturday when we make you a boatload of money. And that's just all there is to it. And there are good games, obviously, uh, all day Saturday. Uh, Central Florida and Cincinnati playing early at 12. Michigan State and Indiana. A good one I had on uh, previewing today was Oklahoma State and Texas. At Texas, Memorial Stadium in Austin. Auburn and Arkansas. Florida and LSU, A&M and Missouri, Nebraska and Minnesota. I'm just looking now. Uh, Kentucky and Georgia, Purdue and Iowa, BYU and Baylor in Waco, Miami and North Carolina. Miami sucks. Pitt looking to go 5-1 and one at Virginia Tech. Pitt's been playing really good football. Then you got Alabama and Mississippi State in Starkville. TCU and Oklahoma and Norman, where Lincoln Riley has banned the media from doing their jobs after Lincoln was burned by a 19-year-old journalism student with a fantastic job of reporting, like espionage-style, FBI sting-style journalism hiding out in a building down the way with binoculars and finding out who the starting quarterback was taking the first team reps and then interviewing Spencer Rattler's father. Great journalism work by the youngster in college at Norman at Oklahoma, getting involved as a journalist. Fantastic job by you, kid. Showing up the facial on your stupid head football coach at Oklahoma who is ban the media against all religion, against all constitution rules, against the laws of the land. The freedom of the press is no such thing. Freedom of speech is no such thing. Not down in tornado-strewn Oklahoma, where Lincoln Riley is God and calls the shots. Imagine being married to him. He runs the roof. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. You may or may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Test yourself. If you've ever panicked at realizing you've lost your lucky troll doll, you may not be a good Sports Grid listener. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. got lakers and kings rolling now and how about sacramento leading the lakers in Sacktown in the third holmes with a bucket and the and one sacramento up five right now rashawn holmes with 12 points getting involved i've already seen lebron get banged up and tweaked a little I saw Darren Fox get banged up and tweaked a little, and I've only had the game on for two minutes. Guys pulling up lame. LeBron's okay. Fox is okay. Fox actually came out of the game. No, he's still in there. He's still in there. He got rolled a little bit. Now I'm watching your boy just creating. Brody getting the dime to Jordan inside. Jordan with a new hairdo. He does not look like he did when he played for the Nets. He's got a fresh new Cali do. Here's Fox from three, Brick. Hard for me to turn off that baseball game for this, but I am a little bit crazy about basketball. I told you, Mafia, uh, the ballers were winners on uh, opening night. Uh, We only won by 22. Coco had 35. 35, 15 boards, five dimes and five blocks. Killer said he was a lazy on defense. I don't care. I don't care how lazy he was when he had those kind of numbers. The guy dominated. He scored half our points. We had 70 points. The guy had 35. He was swatting shots, but I guess that's not playing defense when you have five blocks. (laughs) Guy's a monster. And we got another guy that can do it, too. He's no joke either. Our boy Clark Kent, 6'5", 240. He means business. He's your size. The difference between him and you, though, is he played college basketball. (laughs) This guy means business. He deals. No one can stop him. So it's great advantage. What I need is uh, those guys to be healthy on Wednesday nights. I can't have family issues. I can't have kid issues. I can't have sickness and in health. I can't have any of it. By the way, um, anyway, uh, I saw this story today. You saw me. I don't know if you saw me before Coast to Coast. I can barely do the show. I mean, I was gushing. Uh, I watched that story about Pat LaFontaine's daughter. Pat LaFontaine, the former hockey legend. His daughter um, fell in love with this dude. 
And uh, I don't know the details uh, of his name and all this other stuff. I I knew it today. I don't remember it now. But I'd never heard of him before. Anyway, so the the daughter, Pat LaFontaine's daughter, fell in love with a guy. And he um, they started dating and they fell madly in love. They were inseparable. And they started dating and getting hot and heavy. And they clearly were in love. And then he started uh, having like, muscle breakdown like you know he'd be at breakfast and he'd start shaking uh trying to hold a fork and, and eat breakfast and uh it got worse and worse and worse and obviously they did tests all over his body and they found that he had ALS and uh ALS uh is what they consider the the girl LaFontaine said a love story and Watching this guy go downhill. You know, when you get ALS, you get a five-year life expectancy. It's an automatic death. No one has ever survived it. Steve Gleason has had it forever. He's like the poster for success. I mean, he somehow stayed alive. Everyone else that gets it dies. It's the grimmest thing ever. I uh, worked with ALS in uh, summer of 99. I did the Maguire Sosa ball tour and it was all sponsored and raising money millions for ALS. And I hosted the whole thing. And uh, I've always had a place in my heart for uh, ALS. And I just, this, watching this guy, this, this, you know, guy just go from health to just total muscle failure and degenerative neurological and muscle disease and now he's a noodle and uh but the story was so unbelievable because i can barely talk about it that's how uh messed up i get I, my I, my eyes start welling up my nose starts running my i start i want to cry it makes me sick to my stomach but he ended up asking her to marry him and she does and uh, they love each other so much. She just is the most amazing girl ever. She just didn't care that he had ALS. And that he's like, I gave her an out. He's like, I gave her an out to get out. Run now, because I'm not going to make it. But I want to live my life, whatever I have left, anything I have left, I want to live it for you. I want to be with you. I love you more than life itself. And uh, he's basically said, I'd rather, you know, die with you and in your arms than anyone, anywhere or anything. There's nothing I want more in my life than, than you in my life. She married him. And what's crazy is uh, it's real love. Right. And it's such a story for this day and age when we're talking about racism and hatred and bigotry and misogynist uh, views of John Gruden. I mean, let's just face it. He's now the poster boy for that, isn't he? He just, he hates blacks, gays, women, every, who didn't he make fun of? That's why he's fired. Forget about all that fancy resign stuff. So the deal is this. The guy is black and she's white. And that family and those families, when they got married, 
after what he's been through for the last two years with ALS, from being perfectly healthy to being a noodle, to see that family have that, like, wedding and then that wedding party and reception and how much they all love each other and that they don't care about the color of your skin. They don't care if you're white, black. They don't care if you're healthy or have ALS. All they talk about on that story was love. And I was blown away. Now, the real full-length story, they only showed a snippet of it today on ESPN. They ran like a 10-minute clip of, of this story. And if you saw it, you know how tearjerker it was. Like, 34C watched it. She was crying. My daughter was crying. I was crying. Uh, I've, had, I've been around ALS so much. And uh, next Tuesday, E60's running the whole story, the entire story of, frankly, start to finish of, of what's happened to him and what's happened to them. Now, on the clip today, it appeared that he was still alive uh, in terms of the last interview they did with him that we saw. We don't know how it ends or how he's doing now or if he's still alive. I'm not going to go searching it either until I see it Tuesday. I want to watch it. But I have to tell you, when I watched this thing today, I was a mess. And it ran at around 3.40 to 3.50 in the afternoon Eastern time. Well, I go on set at 3.30 and we start getting the TV show ready. And I was five minutes into that and I started watching this story. And I was sitting down here on the TV set and I started like bawling. I started like just gushing like a river quai. And I mean, my eyes were welling up. My nose was just literally the Colorado River. And um, I walked out of the room. I just couldn't even take it. So I went upstairs and watched it till 10 till 4. And then when I was done, I was in the bathroom blowing my nose. I was wiping my eyes. And I was trying to get a hold of myself before the show at four so that I could actually make it on the air and not screw it up. The show, which I do on a regular basis, screw it up. But I thought uh, it was just the saddest thing I've ever seen. And Patty LaFontaine, the legend, I can't even believe his daughter calls him up and says, I love him so much, Dad. You have to do something to stop it. And the father's gushing. He's crying. LaFontaine's crying. He's like, he felt so bad for his daughter and for the guy. Uh, and he, he was all welled up. And there's nothing you can do about it. That's the thing about ALS. There's absolutely nothing you can do about it except ride the, the disease from start to finish until it ends you. And that's the grimmest reality of it. ALS is the worst disease. People talk about, like he said he got MS or ALS. That's what they told him. They have one or the other. And then they told him he had the worst of the two. The worst of the two is ALS. People can live with MS. It's not fun, but ALS is devastating what it does to people. It just is devastating. They end up in... Just absolutely unfunctionable. You can't do anything.
can't eat, can't brush your teeth, can't do anything. You just sit there and you're basically a noodle in a wheelchair and you're suffering and dying every single minute of every day. Now, Gleason has somehow manipulated that disease to this day. It's the most amazing story ever that Steve Gleason is still around. At least I think he is. The guy has withstood this thing like, uh, you know, almost as though Magic Johnson's had HIV for what, 30 years? You know, people can talk all they want about that. When he got HIV, everyone thought he had AIDS. He was dead. Everyone thought Magic Johnson was as good as dead. The difference was the Magic Johnson's worth billions, and he could take that, you know, cocktail every day of 50 million drugs and stay alive. You know, people that don't have money don't get that luxury. They can't afford those pills, those medicines, and they live. Uh, they die. He lives because he can afford it. Simple as that. You get ALS, it doesn't matter if you got money or not. You're done. That's bottom line, right? And I'm not a doctor, but everybody knows, if you know anything, that ALS is the most devastating thing you can get. Lou Gehrig's disease, whatever you want to call it. It's just awful. It makes me cry. It makes me sad. It makes me sick. I, I It's so devastating. I, I just unbelievable. I highly recommend if you have the stones to record E60 on Tuesday night and, you know, watch that story and you'll understand uh, what ALS is and you'll understand what love is uh, in a way you've never known before with your selfish ass. Everybody's so selfish in this world. Uh, see what it's like having ALS. You find out what love means and what selflessness means. Uh, the Lakers now lead by a bucket with three left in the third. Mafia has been keeping an eye on the uh, baseball game, which is uh, so much pressure. I can't even take it. I just can't even take it anymore. I'm assuming it's still 1-1. Mafia refusing to help me with a score. Still tied middle eight. Oh, the humanity of it all. It's Pharrell on the bench. Go with us. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
Hey, Scotty. My buddy's a fan of yours in Vancouver, Canada. So if he hears you crystal clear, I thought I'd let you know that. Time after time, I sit and I wait for your call. <laughs> so that was a routine snag by Justin Turner at third. They're acting like he uh, just made a gold glove play. That was an easy play. That was a joke that they treated that like that was some kind of great play. Just made an easy play. All he had to do was turn and catch the ball. I mean, give me a break. Uh, other games of note, Ole Miss and Tennessee, uh, Iowa State, Kansas State, Stanford, Washington State, UCLA, Washington, Air Force and Boise, I guess Arizona State and Utah on Saturday. I gave you the rest of them uh, for your edification. Uh, but we got tons of action tomorrow night. We'll get into it. Uh, but here you go. Kings lead the Knights 3-1 in the second. Uh, Panthers in overtime beat the Penguins 5-4. Sabres 5-1 over the Canadians. Senators 3-2 over the Leafs. Stars 3-2 in overtime over the Rangers. Canes 6-3 over the Islanders. Coyotes lose uh, to Blue Jackets 8-2. Lightning 7-6 in overtime over the Red Wings. Hit the Jackets, hit the Lightning. Kraken win their first game. They beat the Predators 4-3. Screw the Kraken. Uh, I hit a bunch of games. I was 5-0 last night. I hit a bunch of games tonight, including the Panthers, Senators, Canes, Jackets, Lightning, I mean, what more do you need to know? And then uh, that late night game going on. Lakers uh, now down 92-87 to the Kings after three. Hawks winners over to Heat. Nets winners over to T-Wolf. Screw Kyrie Irving. Nuggets 113-107 in overtime over to Thunder. So that was great. Friday, 4 o'clock Eastern on Coast to Coast. You can catch us on the TV side on Sports Grid TV. Tons of OTTs, streaming services, Roku, Sling, YouTube TV, you get it all. Follow us on Pharrell on Grid, at Scott Pharrell, at On Air Mafia. Enjoy the rest of this baseball game. I'll see you tomorrow. Good night. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.